0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Goths Do A Podcast.
1: Today we will be talking about how we have been or not been dealing with um, the pandemic and lockdown.
0: It is a massive question and we did digress at certain parts and we talked about everything to do with COVID-19.
1: So the Goths that will be joining you today for this conversation are Emily, Crystal, Catherine and myself, Bella.
0: It is our first ever podcast, so sorry for any sound issues and please be kind, we are still learning.
1: And as always practice makes perfect so we hope you enjoy
0: okay um hi my name's Catherine, and if you turn off the lights and say i'm feeling sad into the mirror three times i appear behind you and give you a hug
1: hi my name's bella i am a nurse i like to paint read and drink
2: wine
3: hi my name's emily i work in television and i spend my spare time streaming on twitch and looking after my menagerie of reps.
2: Hiya, my name is Crystal. I'm a cat, plant, and, ex- and exotic pet mum who works in IT, and I like warm hugs. And this is how have you been or not been dealing with the pandemic? So, guys, this is, such,
0: this is a last
1: question. I felt like everyone in the world, like all country.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely a worldwide thing. It's not just affecting us.
1: Yeah, I yeah. just feel like because puss- England's sort not of coped as well as possibly could have, it just feels like it's ongoing for us. Um, I just...
0: For those of you who've been living under a rock, um, we are in the middle of a teeny weeny pandemic. Just <laughs> um, a virus called COVID 19. Living in the UK, we're yeah. dealing with this fairly quickly and badly. A not insignificant infection rate compared to the rest of the world. I think I, feel, win- like, win. I feel like that is probably
1: another state of.
3: Second of the century, not doing well,
1: um, a <laughs>
2: We're
3: in lockdown three right now, which uh, hasn't destroyed any plans, I swear. <laughs> so is it particularly fun if you actually have
2: COVID. Yes. 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 Do you do you yes. want to do you want to lead
1: with that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> because it's not fun. No, it is not fun. Uh, I said
1: to that someone here. COVID, but
3: apparently it was. i was um, um like obviously, obviously my, my mom, mom is in another country now and uh, mm. she was complaining yesterday that um because, because she's having a house set up they haven't been, been able to go out for dinner and drinks in two weeks and i was like you're really gonna complain to me me who's who's been on the sofa for three weeks with covid <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> we can't even like go out for meals or for drinks
1: yeah, even if, like, you wouldn't be able to go out anywhere because we're in lockdown. No. And then you can't physically get off the sofa because you have no energy left because you've walked to the sofa.
3: No. <laughs> I, I can't even remember the last time we went to a pub. What's a pub? <laughs> What's <that? laughs>
0: yeah. I don't remember those.
1: Uh, I'm going to say it was probably August, maybe
0: September. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it probably uh, was. It's, the vaccine is here. Hopefully freedom is on the horizon if we ever get vaccinated properly oh don't say that <laughs> okay <laughs> okay for people who don't know the uk is currently um rolling out vaccinations to the most uh, vulnerable and have decided that instead of giving people the two doses within the um like three week time frame they're just going to give everybody the first dose and we can wait three months for the second one
1: it's not quite like that so i have okay. my first dose because i'm an nhs worker and we've had an email from powers that where i work. Saying that the government has recommended cancelling all second doses because when we booked our first dose, they made us book our second dose, um, just so that everyone would already have an appointment. But they've looked at the evidence from the government and the vaccination program, uh, people who made the vaccination, and they apparently the evidence is that you will still have ninety percent coverage if you get it within three months, but it may not take three months. If that makes sense, because uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, so it's just they're saying you have up to twelve weeks to have your second dose. But they're hopefully pla- uh, they're hoping they get everybody else done with before then. But three, 12 weeks is your maximum like gap. And it's all just right. so that we can get all of the first four groups with at least one dose of the vaccine because it gives you fifty percent coverage if you only have one dose. Obviously, we want two, but one's better than none.
0: Yeah, one is better. One is better than none. That's absolutely mm-hmm.
1: right. So, because when they cancelled my second dose, I did do some reading because I was like, really, really. <laughs> I-, 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 I, I didn't realise they cancelled your
2: second dose.
1: Yeah, they've cancelled everyone's second dose, but hopefully um, they, they'll they be rebooking them soon once they've got the whole of our, um, like, trust and everybody else we have to vaccinate vaccinated for their first dose. So, but yeah, I think going back to coping or not coping with the lockdown, from my point of view, when we first went in lockdown last March, I didn't notice much of a difference because obviously I was still going out physically to work and work... Had, it was busier than it should have been for March, but it wasn't much different to what we were dealing with between like January and February last year. So it hadn't really changed that much. But I know for people like you, you three, it changed quite
2: a lot, didn't it?
3: Mm,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I started I working from home, Uh, like what, mid, uh, mid end March and it's now, yeah. and that was 2020, it's now uh, <laughs> mid Uh, January 2021 and I have not been in the office not even to pick anything up I have not been in the office
3: no me neither it's been 10 months
0: yeah I left um they sent us home from work a little bit early uh because I I work somewhere where there's like a really high footfall of people um coming from all over the place so they said it's really not safe for you guys to be in here so go work from home until we know anything we expected it to be three weeks It's, (laughs) it's, it's been ever so slightly longer than that. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah I, I was laughed at for taking my plants
2: i have i had um a, a cactus and a couple of other bits on my desk and um when i was grabbing them everyone I was like well, why bother we're gonna be back in like a couple of weeks time they're, they're cactuses they can last till then and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna take them just in case and i'm so <laughs> glad knew. i did because <laughs> they would gonna definitely happen. be
0: dead by now <laughs> God, I'm so. I'm just wondering. Like sometimes I sit and think, is like, did I leave anything in my desk? Am I gonna go back and like, there's something growing because I forgot to chuck all my food. like
3: I, I know people who left food in their lot. and they were just like, oh, oh, we're not going back for a while. <laughs> That's
1: yeah, the Alberts though. they are currently growing in their locker are going to be <laughs> able to move by themselves by the time they go back to
0: the store. That's going to be the next pandemic. That's going to be like yeah. the <laughs> <central> <laughs> <of> the show. <laughs> just the live crew coming in punishing us all for leaving. All,
3: all the office workers' lunches that have just been brewing for 10
1: months. Oh. I don't even want to open my lunchbox if I've forgotten about it for two days, let alone
0: 10 months. <laughs> I don't know about you guys it was weird transitioning um for me to transition into working from home like weird in that it wasn't weird I found out that I could do everything that I did over the internet it was just strange doing it from my bedroom I was like I'm having to do (laughs) Mm. these appointments and these meetings and it feels really intrusive that these people can see into my house Mm. I don't want them in my house you're work people I don't (laughs) I don't want you to see where I live yeah, yeah. there's
2: there's a lot of people who, especially on Zoom meetings, if we or, or or Teams or whatever you end up using, a lot of people would use the um the fake backgrounds, and but they would use a fake background which looked like a living room, but you could yeah. tell it wasn't a living room because <laughs> there's that green screen sort of blur around them or their yeah. headset disappears, and um, yeah, I just thought that was absolutely fascinating because I'm personally I don't mind, but then again I stream, I let people into my living mm. room. You know, a few times a week. So that that never really occurred to me as being a problem. Actually,
3: yeah. I think where before the pandemic, I was working from home two days a week anyway. Mm. It was it was kind of easy to adjust. But it used to be that if you're working from home, people would very much leave you alone on the days you're working from home. Whereas mm. now it's like you have to be ready to maybe have a impromptu Zoom video call. Yeah,
0: yeah you need to constantly be on it yeah it's
1: like i've got some study days that i've been rebooked from last year because everything got cancelled at work so that we could concentrate on the problem at hand and some of them are like zoom or microsoft teams or however they're gonna do it when it comes around to it and it's like i don't have i don't think i have a space in my flat that i would deem appropriate enough to have a like um a proper like video chat with anyone okay Mm -hmm. there's gonna be a group of about 10 of us on the call but it's still like I've got to find a space where it doesn't look like I just live in squalor or I, they're not paying me too much
3: yeah it's been very weird like seeing into like your managers like rooms and like seeing their pets and seeing their family it definitely takes a while to adjust to
2: yeah. Honestly, the amount just... of meetings I've had with small children.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I always feel so sorry for people you... who have to do meetings with kids. Oh, it's like, yeah. You, yeah. Are just, you deserve a pay rise. I can barely do it with cats. Like,
2: as soon as I start talking, my cats just come over and be like, well, you're talking, you must be talking to me. And, you know, that's mm. hard enough. But I couldn't imagine, mm. you know, with, with children there who well, say, oh, I, my... mama or dad's at home, um, you know, they're, they're, they're here to play Fun with time. me. And, and, you know, it's like the mm-hmm. weekend. Except it's, no, not. I, no, it's
1: like My partner at the moment, obviously, is doing live teaching from wherever school tells him to be. And um, our cat has definitely uh, taken a starring role in some sense. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> she does that when he plays video games. So she's like, oh, okay. you must be playing video games. I can walk across this keyboard. It's
0: time for me. <laughs> no, my cat does that. She, she gets really moody if, she, if I don't pay her attention. So I'm talking to my students or I'm talking to the people I'm talking to. And you just see this paw. Into the frame, claws out. (laughs) She's trying to like bat me, and I lose all professional authority (laughs) because I've just been like Upstage. Yeah, my cat has just asserted dominance. I can't (laughs) control the cat. Why should they listen to me?
1: There is a reason I am in a separate room with two doors between
2: us. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm actually quite lucky at the
2: moment. Both my cats are both. Oh, they're asleep at the moment. I I can just see them through the uh, the gap here. But yeah, both my cats are. are, quite settled at the moment otherwise you will start hearing that ringing in the background that means uh, that they've come to play <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so as the
1: lockdown pandemic in March went on I well, it took I think much longer for people still actually going into work because I started to notice about probably six to eight weeks into lockdown that stuff was starting to get a bit more edgy and stuff because we couldn't go let off steam how we would normally. Yeah. Because mm. when we did that first lockdown, for the first like four to six weeks, we weren't even allowed to really go outside and exercise. Yeah. It was, like literally you you stay at home. Yeah, yeah there was no one out outside.
2: Home. Yeah, I um I because uh, I where I live, I can see into a public car park and I use that to judge by how much the public are paying attention to lockdown there's no reason to park there unless you're um unless it's for fun really so I, I can tell at the moment it's been taken a little bit more seriously because i've not seen the car park full um mm. and i have to say it was the eeriest thing that first day i worked from home that car park was empty i had never seen that car park mm. empty even in the middle of the night that car park is never empty i mean i'm looking at it right now there's a car in there <laughs> But, just yell yeah, at them out
0: the window. Go home.
2: It, it, was, it was very interesting watching, uh, like, as lockdown progressed, more and more cars started appearing. Mm. Which for me meant that you know it, it was kind of obvious that people were going. Well, you know, it, it's been a while now. I'm I'm just gonna you know go out just this once, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it's like ah, we, it's it's been forever. I've not caught it yet. I'm mm, probably yeah, like, I can push the boundaries honestly. a little bit. Um, You haven't
1: caught it yet because you've been inside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like maybe there's a correlation to the fact you haven't been out in six months and you haven't got COVID. Yeah. Maybe stay indoors.
1: (laughs) I know it's been really, really hard for everyone because I know I think with um, friends that don't go to an office or a workplace regularly, they were starting to get antsy probably about week four instead of week six, Mm -hmm. eight, Mm -hmm. because they hadn't seen anyone apart from whoever they live with. And you're not necessarily friends with who you live with. And, um, like we, we, we moved partway through that first lockdown and, um, it it was very different because we were with my parents for like the first couple of weeks and then we finally sorted everything out and moved. And uh, then we were just the two of us, but then I wasn't here half the time. So it gave us still that space. Whereas I know a lot of couples didn't get that space because they couldn't have that space.
0: Yeah. Speaking of not being friends with who you live with, (laughs) (laughs) so for those, nice for those who don't know which is probably everybody because this is the first episode so in the first <laughs> um from the first lockdown i lived with my husband who was furloughed fairly quickly uh i was working from home i used to go to uni a couple of nights a week i had to stop with that because i don't i'm not very good at online learning uh we stopped going out and we had just moved into our own flat before lockdown happened because we were living with friends and it was great it was great we thought well, we're gonna spend all this time together um We don't have to worry about anybody else um, upsetting them or them having anxiety about us breaking the rules. We did not last two months before we broke up. (laughs) My marriage ended because we just could not um, be alone with each other for that amount of time. I think we, if somebody explained it to me, is that lockdown just sped everything up. Couples who were kind of on the Hmm. precipice of moving in decided to move in and just spend that lockdown together. Couples who were going to break up broke up a lot quicker because it forced you to sit down. Uh, and yeah. so I like to think that I have completed that level of my life. Like it takes people years to get to a point where they dislike each other enough to do a divorce. <laughs> I yeah. did it like, much, much it quicker, <laughs> and that I'm going to take that achievement with me to the grave. Um, I just, I just completed it, mate. I just, what do you want me to do? Replay the game? Completed it. I'm going to get s- done that.
3: <laughs> As someone who also went through a breakup in the first lockdown, um, not married, but you know, at least you didn't buy a house. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. That that uh yeah, I feel like having to stay home and just reflect on your life just mm-hmm. was very difficult for a lot of people. I think especially when you're the kind of couple that goes out all of the time and is always busy mm-hmm. and always mm-hmm. like doing activities when you're actually like at home and you can't do anything. It it shines light on a lot of things that you might not necessarily have noticed for like years down the line.
0: Absolutely, it's, th- it just sped everything up. Mm. Like it forced us to really sit down and reflect on things, which, in the grand scheme of things, is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah, better to do it now than ten years later when. There's well, yeah, a exactly. Yeah, it exactly.
2: it it's really good in the sense like it forces you to take stock of things, to reflect on your life, and I mean that's one of the good things that I found through uh, lockdown. I didn't go through a breakup, but I my self discovery. um adventure i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. has has you know i wouldn't have really had the uh i guess time and space to do that if i wasn't mm-hmm. working from home and i didn't suddenly you know i wasn't allowed to see my friends and i wasn't allowed to i guess ignore things and avoid things because i you know my my flat was deep cleaned by about week two <laughs> and i was like shit what do i do now
1: <laughs> <laughs> i I think that's why, especially healthcare workers. I think less in like ICU and stuff, but where I work in A and E, we had a really strange period as we came down the other side of the peak, mm. where people were still scared to come to hospital. People were mm. still abiding, abiding by lockdown rules, so there was no like anyone getting into accidents or anything. So we were strangely like in the middle of like April May time, quiet. And we never mm. use the Q word in A&E. That's how you invite like <laughs> six traumas to come in at once. Um, but that, it was like, so it gave us a very long time to try to reflect or talk to each other and support each other. And now that we're going through wave two, lockdown three, people aren't biding by the rules as much because we're still mm. getting all those people that's had accidents and this, that and the other. Some of them do need to be there because they're legit like chest pains and stuff and they're having a heart attack. Yeah, fair. I do recommend mm-hmm. coming fair. to A&E if that's happening. Um, but, <laughs> maybe, um, maybe. But we're not getting any of that downtime and the second wave peak is lasting a lot longer. We had probably about four weeks, maybe five weeks of the peak last mm-hmm. time. We were still getting COVID patients after that, but there were mm. a lot less. There was a lot fewer of them. Whereas now it's it's stretching, stretching out and I think people are struggling more, at least within healthcare. And I think even in the general public, because you're stuck, By yourself, yet again, with people that if you haven't been able to change your health situation because we've been in lockdown three times and COVID and this, that and the other, that you're stuck with people that you don't want to be stuck with. Um, And it's been very hard, uh, very hard for a lot of people. We're not having that time to be settled or reflect on what's going
2: on.
0: There's this endless barrage of COVID nineteen. Well, yeah,
2: there was that whole thing at the beginning of lockdown where everyone's like, Oh yeah, you've got all this time to learn new hobbies and and do yeah. all these oh, things. I, hate those just people. Like, I out of all of my friends, I think very few of us ended up furloughed or had job reductions. Mm. Um yeah. my, my job got much busier and um, you know, other people's job got much busier because suddenly you were now contactable all the time you couldn't take a lunch break because people are still trying to call you and contact you Um, and you're at home (laughs) yeah exactly so you know i i i stopped having lunch breaks i ended up working later and later and later and it's gone to the point where i've actually had to sort of contact my manager and be like ah this 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 needs to stop um you know i wouldn't do this in the office so why am i doing it now
1: yeah and that's completely
0: understandable
2: there's this whole mindset change on on yeah. people working from home and working in the office and it's very hard for you to think oh i would i do this if i was working in the office it's it's just i need this done mm. i'm just gonna do it
0: i if... had one dude i work with message me on whatsapp at like 7:30 in the morning mm. i was like what is wrong with you i mean you didn't mean anything by it but i was like the invasion of work onto my like phone in like my own number rather than just my email and my work number has been strange yeah, yeah. conversely yeah. like i found in the like in the first wave and actually a bit of this wave i actually started finishing sooner because nobody was interrupting me during the day so i could just get all my stuff done mm. and finish i think i uh, mean me you're probably polar opposites crystal because like yeah. you you're quite diligent and like you will work the extra hours it's like once my work day is done it's it's done. I'm, I'm Don't out contact- of here then, that's <laughs> the thing, though, like, I will not pick
2: up Yeah the problem is That I ended up in severe burnout And hmm. um, you know This wouldn't have happened If I was working in the office Because it would have got to 5 o'clock And I'd have shut my laptop And I'd have walked out the door What's instead hmm. happening Is I'm getting a call at 4.59 And it's Oh can you just do this for me real quick And I'm like right okay fine I just yeah, It's a f- 5 second job but between yeah. having the conversation, actually doing the job and then finishing up what I was doing, it's now half five and I'm still online. Mm-hmm. And you can see I'm still online because of of um like we use Microsoft Teams. You can't turn off really like being online. Yeah. Um, and so people will see I'm online and I start getting Teams messages. Um, you know, people going, oh, yeah, are you, are you still working? Can you just do this for me? And it's very hard Mm -hmm. for me personally to say no. It's something I am working on.
0: If you put something in your calendar, like block out an afternoon, if someone tries to message you, it comes up with the um, message that you're out of office.
2: (laughs) Because I do, I block out my calendar and I'm I'm just, you know, no. (laughs) My calendar is just no. But people will just be like, oh, you know, I know you're really busy, uh, but can you just, and the thing is, it also depends on your office um, culture. Because yeah. when mm-hmm. we were in the office, we were expected to answer our emails and to answer the phone. And now we're working from home, we're also expected to answer emails and answer the phone. But people are calling more and people are emailing more. That's not been taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so for a lot of times, you know, there has to be a shift in work culture for working from mm-hmm. um, from home. And, you know, I can't speak for all, every company. Um You know, I I know just not all of them had that or have that. So, yeah,
1: uh, I think hmm. also it comes down from the manager. So if your manager is going, you should have protected time for, say, your lunch break or whatever it is, then that is more than what hits the floor. Because where I'm working at the minute because they know we're so busy and we're always like looking for staff because it's so extra busy than it is. And we've technically got extra areas to staff and stuff like that. That our manager is actually staying past her point of leaving to make sure people are getting breaks. She's uh, opting mm. out of meetings so that she can cover lunch breaks. So mm. it's um, so it's trying to enforce to her staff that it's important that you take your breaks because um, most nurses will know that you're very notorious for not taking breaks.
2: But mm.
1: with the way things are at the moment, staff are going to burn out without with mm. taking their breaks. So you not taking your breaks is not helping anyone.
0: Like, yeah. Chugging an energy drink is not a break, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, not i mean that's like <laughs> so yeah.
2: i i was trying to explain to a couple of people is um because a lot of people are like oh yeah you know i have got all evening and um you know i i'm i'm relaxing then and i have to go are you relaxing or are you recovering yeah mm. <laughs> they're completely different things because if you've just done a 12-hour work day when you get home you're not relaxing you are recovering and once you've you finish recovering then coma. you can relax and that's how you end up with burnout because you don't give your child yourself a chance to recover and then relax relaxing
0: and recovery what are we doing so we get to the end of our 12-hour days how have you guys been kind of trying to recoup from the stress of it all so
1: during the first wave, I wasn't doing an awful lot. I was doing what I would do beforehand, but obviously COVID-19 in any sense of the word for any person is a completely different kettle of fish to normal life. Um, mm-hmm. It's even different to the winter pressures we feel in the hospital. So I was coming home, I was sleeping, I was I was probably buying food because what, who makes food? <laughs> and then, yeah, just chilling out and watching TV, but that wasn't actually helping me process anything. So obviously over the summer and things, things built up and anxiety came back, mm. it was born again. Um. So this, well, since December, beginning of December, I've been trying to journal, which I'm really rubbish at doing every day, but I've been trying. Um. And then actually like doing things that I enjoy, because that's one way of recovering and then writing it down and trying to talk to people more, which is probably why. Yeah. Um, people like Crystal have,
2: are, are like on my speed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say, yeah, this lockdown is the most I've spoken to my friends like <laughs> in a very long time. I thought, you know, in first lockdown, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, um, I, I'm talking to my friends a lot more because you know we've got our group chats, we're doing Discord calls. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until several weeks into the first lockdown, I'm sat on my sofa with my life-size skeleton spooning it and i'm like i need to see someone (laughs) (laughs) i need need some human contact because i i I live alone it's just me and my my cats um i'm a snake you know and uh as much as i love my pets they don't make up for human contact and so one of the big things i'm doing this lockdown is yes i'm making sure i've got virtual contact but thanks to the bubble system, I'm making sure I've got human contact as well. Yeah. And, you know, wherever we can, I'm I'm trying to make sure, you know, like, you know, we've been going for walks. So we're getting sunlight, we're getting nature and I'm getting human contact. That's my <laughs> <It's> main focus. <laughs> <It's... laughs>
3: I consider myself like an introverted extrovert, right? So like when I'm out, I, I'm out and like, I'll be chatty and have a great time, but I very much like... Spending time by myself at home and like living, like going from living with someone to living alone in lockdown, you actually kind of realize that you really do need to people. Like, I thought it'd be fine. I was like, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. sit and watch TV, play some games, exactly just same, WhatsApp yeah. people. Like, it's like my dream. Like, I can just message people and I don't have to go outside. And after a couple of weeks, I was like, I need to see someone. <laughs> this is really bad. It's so
1: like my partner, you all know him. Um, he We're was like, aware. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, nothing's changed for me, blah, blah, blah. I'll be fine if we stay in out and lockdown forever. I was like, yeah, but you live with me. So even well, though nothing's changed for him because he spends a lot of time playing games and watching TV on his computer... Mm-hmm. It's like, if I wasn't there, say, because we, in the first wave, we, the charity had got some donations from some hotels and we we're allowed to stay in hotels near the hospital. If I mm. had actually moved into one, like some people did for three months to try and yeah. protect the family they lived with, I think he would have gone stir crazy. Yeah. And mm. Been driving one of you guys nuts. Because no matter what he says, we all mm. need to even contact, unfortunately. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's, it's hard. Like, the first lockdown, <laughs> I made bread I went on, like, long walks. I was, like, like, yeah, I'm going to be, like, super, super productive. And it nice. wasn't until, like, yeah, it wasn't until, like, the second lockdown. Actually, I don't want to do any of those yeah. things. I'm quite happy just sitting watching TV and occasionally going for a walk with someone. And I think, like, that, like, pressure of, like, needing to be productive in the first lockdown... And like just everything on social media, with people being like, "Oh look, I made a cake. I made sourdough bread. Oh, I can oh, speak I German." Bread, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was so much pressure to like be productive and still like show this like positive yeah. side of yourself on social media, which is just so silly. Like you're in a pandemic, it's, so it's been nice to actually look at my life and be like, "What do I actually like doing?"
0: Like, yeah, what what do I actually want to do? Yeah. It's it's been fun watching um you guys with your streaming. Like I am, mm. I do not get video games. I don't. I think I played one <laughs> in my life, and like I played Sims. That, that's um, so it's been fun watching that stuff. I mean,
2: mm.
0: I'm just I'm just gonna say it. My big my biggest hobby in lockdown has been drinking, and then trying to curb the drinking. Cause was <laughs> else to do. You know what? We treat it every day like Christmas. That's fine. It's like, Let's get some more wine, and then you throw out your bottles at the end of the week, and it's like. Oh my goodness gracious me! At least you're recycling. Oh my god!
2: Yeah, every time I took down my recycling, because obviously I'm not leaving my flats, so it kind of builds up for the week or whatever, just or shame. maybe a couple of weeks, and I'm taking all my rubbish and recycling down. There's just a clang, clang, clang every step, and I'm like, I really hope my neighbours can't hear me or see me. Take <laughs> so the recycling. Like, bottle, Shameful bottle, back. Bottle.
0: I got to the point where I went to the um, where if I popped into the shop. The guy behind the counter reached behind him. The that got. <laughs> <gasps> like, oh, oh no! Oh no! Like, yeah, that's that's it. I that is the wake up call I need in my life. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm, I'm
2: I'm fully prepared for a delivery driver to say, "Ah, oh, Crystal, welcome back." You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting for that to happen for the sheer amount mm. of deliveries I've bought. I mean, I have I I don't have a lot of health anxiety, but. You know, I don't really want to go outside if I don't have to. So yeah, I've yeah. been relying so much on Deliveroo. It's mm. been insane. I'm getting my alcohol delivered. I'm getting my donuts Excellent. delivered. You <laughs> know, and then, and then some other things like some toilet roll. You know, the the, said- the essentials. <laughs> honestly, oh, that that's also not helped. Is like, I'm not even going to the shop.
3: Mm. I, I'm getting the anxiety is delivered. real.
2: So much takeout, and then I'm I'm paying delivery on things that mm-hmm. would be much cheaper if even if I didn't want to the corner when I saw mm-hmm. my bank statement I was like oh <laughs> just, gen,
3: just, just, gen gen that. That just close that <laughs> yeah don't worry about that but like I think in terms of like bringing it back to twitch like I I moved house the day lockdown started so I moved house mm-hmm. was it the end of March oh my goodness
1: yeah I think yeah, it's been moved a, while. a little while after my birthday and then lockdown started on the
3: Monday yeah so I moved, like I moved the end of March and then I started streaming in April because I was bored of making bread <laughs> and like that has been the only constant for the whole year and it's been so nice, like especially like moving out and like spending a lot of time alone by myself, but like also having other people to talk to online, like that has been so good for my mental health. I, like I I think it must be so hard to like be by yourself mm. and not have anyone to talk to.
2: Yeah, I actually started monitoring. um, So I use a sleep cycle app to um, Mm. just monitor my sleep. And I actually started monitoring how much social activity I got, whether it was virtual socialization, uh, Mm. phone calls, uh, texting, or actually meeting someone face-to-face. And again, that's how I really took stock of how much socializing I'm doing and realizing how much better my mood is. If even if I'm, you know, as as you said, like I I did the exact same thing in April, I started streaming, Mm. if only just to reach out to more people. I was going to be playing video games anyway, I might as well stream it. And, um, you know, I've, I've, refound old friends i've made new friends and honestly it I, I don't know if i would have been able to get this far without that support and without that mm-hmm. that human contact again it comes it comes back down especially for me for yeah. human contact
3: no, it's, yeah, it's...
2: And I, yeah i think it's nice also when you find people
1: you feel like you can talk to about, like, your mental health and stuff. Because I know, like, our little group of friends, we all have really good relationships with each each other and we can talk Mm. about our many different breakdowns that are happening we try to take it in turns. (laughs) And, And it's like at work I've found a few work friends that I feel like I can talk about frustrations with work and especially at the moment where it's all a little bit up in the air and we don't know when it's going to end it's nice having those people be them people that you know in real, real life or people that you've met online mm-hmm. that you can talk to about those things like one of the girls that I work with has shown me a great Instagram page with lots of nursing memes and they keep making me laugh out loud <laughs> and then I realise I can't really send them to any of you because it wouldn't be funny for you <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll send the obligatory um, cry laughing face
1: yeah <laughs> I've I sent a couple to um, um, Nikki, which is just fine.
2: <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah that, that's of... an excellent point because, like, obviously, with with Twitch, the communities and and people who I'm talking to, we already have one thing in common, which is we like the game that I'm playing. Yeah, so I like it because I'm playing yeah. it. You like it because you're watching me play it, and therefore, you can build the relationship off of that because Mm. a lot of people say how do you make friends how do you make friends you have to have one thing in common yeah yeah that that you know twitch is actually a really good thing for that
3: yeah i would agree with that It, it feels just like hanging out with friends oh yeah and like especially at a time where like i'm at home by myself no one's gonna see me like if i wasn't streaming i wouldn't be getting dressed yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be doing anything i'd just be sat on the sofa
1: how have people found this lockdown so lockdown three which started on boxing day to the other ones because I've found that people aren't social distancing anymore like I even had it in the shop today Mm. there was a lady with a trolley so her her social distancing should have been real easy stand behind the trolley but she was at the side of her trolley like right behind me and it's like even though obviously when I go into work I potentially come in contact with COVID Mm. all of the time but it's a different situation and people seem to be more careful because we're in a hospital yeah whereas in the supermarket she was just like right behind me i'm like yeah. mate you don't like know I, where i've been you i don't know where you've been why why are you so close
3: i literally have covid yeah. <laughs> and I, I went like i don't have a temperature and it's been like you know touch it, i'm fine it's been like 16 days so i'm like not like contagious anymore so i'm allowed out but like I went to the supermarket the other day, and there's just like old people like pushing you out of the way to like get to the shelf to get what they want because they can't wait, and like people just like pushing past you. Like I, when we were like leaving the supermarket, there's a guy who was coming in who didn't have a mask, and he asked them if they had masks that he could use, and they sold them in the supermarket, but they were like, "No, we can't give you one. But just go in anyway. It's fine." <sighs>
0: and I was I like, <laughs> like
3: I'm, I'm literally like stood there like physically coughing into my mask trying to avoid everyone and people just don't like they're not phased they're like I have a mask on so it's totally fine
2: yeah so I mean I, I love my nature walks I've, I always do my nature walks but at the beginning very first lockdown I'd go out my nature walk and people would run screaming to the other side of the road whenever I came you know along mm. and I don't think it's because of how I looked you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just run. And um,
2: you know that that's I I almost enjoyed walking even more <laughs> because people <laughs> were avoiding me. I, there's yep. you no know, that awkward like trying to get past each other on the path. Um, people right. were just you know they're keeping everyone at arm's length. I had to stop going for my usual walks because people stopped caring there would be Mm. groups of people stood on the pavement chatting to each other no masks no social distancing forcing anyone walking past to either walk through them or walk around them yeah and i just couldn't deal with that anymore like Mm. you know touch wood so far i've had zero symptoms of anything um but you know there's been so many times where i've yeah, I, I take bloody um, what's it called, sanitizer with me everywhere mm. I go. And there's been times where I've been every time I walk past someone, I'm lathering up, and I'm kind of almost rubbing it on my face and everything as well. You know, I just
0: don't like it. Just take it. a bath in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like mean, if, if anyone watches, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. There's <laughs> that episode where Frank just is obsessed with being pure. That's what we <laughs> <on> do. <laughs> just me, roll around and are pure. I mean, that's the thing. I've always head. had a
2: bit of a health anxiety, uh, which you know Bella knows very very well as, as you're the, not as dying the nurse. anytime my chest twinges i'm like but i'm having a heart attack and two minutes later she goes you're still alive you're not having a heart attack you're fine <laughs> but um yeah it's it's definitely compounded like mm-hmm. this whole sort of yeah, yeah.
1: it's oh, right so um we're not entirely sure who brought COVID home to my parents it could have been me it could have been dad uh, could have been anyone um because uh, there was three key workers in our house plus dad went to go see nan before she went to the hospital to find out she had covid but um yeah we we got it and Ma- you could tell that mum was more anxious than she was letting on because as soon as dad started showing symptoms because i had a mild cough as i said my my covid was better than any cold i've ever had usually i'm coughing yes. for weeks with a cold so and, lucky and i feel like <laughs> death with a cold i just had a mild cough for three days. Um, and um, my sister only oh, showing of off. she um, only had a um lost her sense of taste and smell. I for
0: hate year. all of you for a day. <laughs>
1: dad on Me the other well, hand was
0: fat other people for, like, feel like they've been hit by a bus.
3: Yeah, I have never fun. been that ill before in my life. Yeah, Ever. dad
1: felt like he had been hit by a bus. He he falls asleep to the TV all of the time, but he literally said he would slept on Netflix to watch and would be asleep before the title page finished. Yeah. Because um because of how tired he was. Um, But mum started, you could tell she was really anxious about all of it, because she started coming down the stairs with an old sock and basically bleach and water in a spray bottle and cleaning all of the light switches, all of the door Mm. handles. And she wasn't letting on, but she has really bad asthma. So it's to her, if she got it, it, that would Mm. be a hospital trip. Because she actually found her asthma as a great tool um, in the first wave, but obviously nobody cares anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. She'll be walking the dog and she'll have a mild asthma cough And everyone will run to the other side of the park.
0: I mean, that's (laughs) That's good. It's (laughs) a great thing for social distancing. Just cough at them and watch them run. Honestly, it doesn't work that much anymore.
2: No, no one cares.
0: I'm coughing all the time and people just aren't faith. Oh, (laughs) lordy.
3: I think, like, in the first lockdown, people were really scared. And, like, they didn't know what it was. And, you know, all you'd seen on the news was, like, stuff in other countries. And people were super scared and taking it really seriously. Like when you could finally go out for like your like 15 minutes exercise a day in the first lockdown, you barely saw anyone. Mm -hmm. And if you did, they would literally cross to the other side of the road to like stay away from you. Whereas now like people don't care. I think with the whole like Like one third of people won't even have symptoms. People are just like, oh, it's fine. It'll be fine.
2: And they just don't care. Yeah, there's that awful thing where people are like, oh, you know, I'm within the young adult age bracket, whatever it is. That means even if I get it, it's going to be fine. It'll be super mild. Uh, It's only uh, the old people who get ill. And it's only... People who have immune systems and underlying diseases. And fuck those That's guys. not me. Fuck those guys, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but, yeah, I, I've, I've got a, a friend who, um, who I actually met via Twitch. She was my first, because we didn't realise uh, Bella Red had it at the time, but she was my first sort of, um, uh, what's the word, experience with someone with COVID that I knew. Yeah. And hers was, you know, very touch and go, you know, um, have, have the... The doctors turn around saying, have you got all your affairs in order type thing? Oh and, you know, she's she's our age. She She's um, late 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's about our age and everything. No underlying issues or anything like that. Um, and it was just I think, if anything, for me, that made it very uh real and also made me even more paranoid yeah because um mm. you know i knew someone going through this she was in and out of hospital we wouldn't hear yeah. from her for ages and i'd be like yeah you know i'm waiting for that re- message to she might be dead for all i know yeah. Um, yeah and then very recently um someone at work got it and that's when my team member turned around and said has Anyone actually, does anyone know someone who, who's had COVID? Because the only person he knew personally was that manager. Um, mm-hmm. he, he didn't know a single other person who had had COVID, and I was just like, you know, um, by then I think, you know, uh, Emily, you, you'd um, been positive, and I was just like, yeah, rallying off names. I know lots of people yeah. personally, <laughs> yeah. I know people yeah. who have had severe complications, I know people who have been, you know, we're not entirely sure if they did have it because it was entirely asymptomatic. There's a very yeah. good chance that my mum might have had it, because uh, she had a really bad cough, um, right at the beginning of lockdown, mm. and uh. It kind of blew my mind that I was talking to someone who had no personal experience of COVID. Mm.
3: I think as well, because you you don't know what symptoms you're going to get. You don't know how your body's going to react to it. Like, I, I'm like, you know, I mean, I, I don't really exercise as much as I should. And I eat a lot of junk food. <laughs> but like, I'm like relatively healthy and I could not move off the sofa for two weeks. Like, I just physically did not like... I I slept on the sofa I stayed on the sofa all day and then I went back to sleep on like I have never been that ill but then I think when you get people who are like oh yeah yeah I just had like a cough for a day and then I was fine people think oh well it's it's not that big a deal but it's like
1: I I think people don't get how bad it is so obviously Mm. I've seen uh, like COVID from asymptomatic because we've had obviously people who have been tested because they've been doing trials in hospitals and stuff because you know if medical if anyone's going to get it it's going to be the medical staff who's faced with it every day and um, and then i've also had people that i've obviously seen patients who have been much younger than people think they would be requiring mm. oxygen and some of them look really really comfortable they're coming with the ambulance crew and you'll be sat there going you don't need to be here. You really don't need to be here. Why have they got you on that oxygen? You take their oxygen off, check what it was. And you're like, put that back on, put that back on now. <laughs> um, because they just, they look so comfortable because they they don't realise they're not breathing enough and they're not getting enough oxygen. Mm-hmm. And then some people are literally gasping for air. Um, yeah. it's, it's very nice because occasionally we spy on patients that we've had, we probably shouldn't. Uh, but um, it's very nice to see when they're going home because it's like, actually, we, we've we done that. We've fixed that person mm. and they're Yay. going home again. Um, but yeah, and I think it's been very, very hard for lots of us, to, especially with all the COVID deniers and anti-maskers and mm. all of that rubbish. Mm. It's been very disheartening and hard for people mm. who work within that sector because it does just break your heart of I've seen people dying, if not die, from this and people are telling yeah. me it's not real i just for anyone who's a covert denier out there they're probably not listening to this episode but whatever <laughs> um how would you get 1.5 million nhs workers to agree to this hoax if you could explain that <laughs> to me
0: because um, bill organize... gates is controlling you oh uh, yeah bill not...
1: gates mate bill gates yes. We can barely organise a piss-up in a brewery with my pub, <laughs> let alone, uh, you know, the whole of the NHS. Um, I, I think if um, Bill Gates and Boris Johnson have achieved that, that, they need to go off and do better things, because, you know, I, we can barely agree between ourselves.
3: Honestly, if people think they're, like, also interesting enough for the government to track them and actually care what they're doing, then...
0: Uh,
3: yeah, no. I've got a lot of news for them.
2: I mean... Um, or- I've got better
0: I thought nudes. you said I've yes. got a lot of noobs for them. Like, oh, God. no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so un- like I'm so uh, uninteresting. Nobody wants to track me. Literally. Track me. Also, Nobody your wants, phone no, works
1: better as a tracker. Your phone works better <gasps> yes, as a tracker. But- anything (laughs) we could inject into you also all
3: those all those like facebook quizzes that you've agreed to give your information to without reading are probably doing more damage on your phone but i mean the thing is i do
2: feel sorry for these sort of people with the 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 anti-maskers and the covid deniers because i'm gonna give them all the benefit of the doubt and assume that they are so overwhelmed they don't know how to cope and so their uh, yeah, way of coping I... is to just pretend it's not happening and to try and force yeah. everyone else to pretend it's not happening. Unfortunately, it is happening and you need better coping mechanisms, but yeah. You know, so, I... Yeah, <laughs> mm.
0: Judge, just to pull it back to a bit more lighthearted topics. I feel like we're circling on the uh, <laughs> COVID is bad front, and have been for a while. One good thing to come out of the last 12 months, I know I hate when people say that, it's like, oh, focus on the positives. I'm sorry, I'm becoming what I hate.
1: I think in this situation, we should focus on the positives because not mm. all bad things happened in 2020. Not all bad things will happen in 2021. Yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be crap for a while, but there will be good things amongst the, yeah. what's happening. So what,
0: what's a good thing that's come out of everyone's last year?
1: My cat. <laughs> Which, oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not your
3: house or, you know, your cat.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the <laughs> house facilitated getting the cat. This was so much stress, this flat. It, it, it's a good thing I have it now, but it was just so much stress getting here. <laughs> but that was going to happen with or without COVID, the stress of getting here. Mm.
0: <laughs> I was quite lucky in that um, the second lockdown coincided with starting therapy. So, was oh, like, that was, yeah. so that's, that's a good thing to come of this. I've finally done that, which I will talk about in further detail in probably another episode. Um, also, my untimely divorce led to me moving home, which ironically has led to me saving a lot of money. <laughs> so that's, that's a true. good thing. That's a very good good thing, thing. and I can't go out, so the government said I can't drink out with my friends. (laughs) So I had to save money
1: for when we can go have a giant party by ourselves.
0: You're not going to see me for like a week. I'm booking an Airbnb in Central London. Do not expect me.
2: As I said, the second we all get vaccinated, we're having a go get vaccinated party.
3: (laughs) mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for me, like the most positive thing has just been learning more about myself, like Mm -hmm. especially like moving and. Like being by myself and having spent time by myself, I think having to actually look at my life and be like, okay, what things do I enjoy doing? What things do I need to work on? And like, when you live by yourself, you can't rely on other people to do things for you. Yeah. So you have to get into a routine of being like, okay, I have to get up every day. I have to empty the dishwasher and put my laundry on because no one else is going to do it. And mm. Just like just learning more about myself and like the things that motivate me and what I want to do. And I think had I not been like stuck at home, I wouldn't have done that.
2: I think, yeah, for me, it's actually very similar. So the beginning before even anyone had heard of COVID, the beginning of the year was... Very, very weird for me. Um, I was a part time carer for my aunt who passed away literally last thing, t- 2019. You know, so I spent the first, you know, month dealing with that, trying to sort that out. Um, I, that's when I did have a relationship breakdown uh, with a few people actually. Um, uh, because of that, I had a very sort of mortality moment which meant that, um, I was very much like, you know what, I'm going to do whatever it is I want to do. What makes me happy? I want to live my life. And mm. then COVID hit and we all went into lockdown and then I'm like, it's
0: like no living of life for you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Okay. So we'll take it back, uh, back a step. And, uh, but I also, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. I, I started going through, through therapy. Um, I, I've, done a whole bunch of, of of work on that on myself and um I yeah, it's part of the reason I started doing a lot more content creation stuff is because I'm like I've always wanted to do it mm. I'm just gonna take the leap and do it because yeah. um, you know I could get COVID tomorrow and drop dead you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anything could happen mm-hmm. and uh yeah th- this is um for me it's, it's been a lot about making sure that I'm living life in a way that makes me happy that it's 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 not yeah i guess yeah it's, it's just me trying to to remove the toxicity from my life the things that really made me sad made me upset made me stressed and i'm trying to either figure out how to spin it or, or just remove it completely because obviously there's some things i can't remove like the fact that i have to pay bills every day that's a very <laughs> toxic situation i don't want to have to do that but move
0: back home with your parents <laughs> and then I do what I did and just move back in with family I don't I don't pay for anything my I'm just a, I'm back where I started that. at like 18 years old
1: yeah it's like I don't really want to have to do the laundry but every time I don't do the laundry it gets worse so I'm now trying to work on the fact that you know if I do my housework a little bit every day maybe maybe the stress won't be there of the fact that my flat is not looking like it should um and you know carry on with life so yeah, try I mean,
2: and work on that lo- Lockdown did force me to have to go oh I can't just convince my friends who come over to do my dishes for me um, I have to do this myself <laughs> now <laughs> you, That's never worked on me <laughs> No, I, I know it won't work on you I know you well enough <laughs>
0: So invite me around Crystal, I'll get bored and just clean your house Should we start with the plugs and outros?
2: Yes, I think we should What do we want to plug? Fantastic. I mean, I'm going to plug my Twitch channel
3: I I mean, I think it would be really good to talk about the app you use, about the social usage. That sounds interesting. So,
2: to finish up this podcast, we thought we'd talk a little bit more about the app that I mentioned earlier called Sleep Cycle. Firstly, this is not sponsored by Sleep Cycle. I just really love this app and I've actually used it for years. So on the surface, Sleep Cycle is actually an alarm clock. Uh, app and it uses the microphone or the accelerometer in your phone to sort of guesstimate what sleep cycle you're in. It'll be light, deep or REM. It then triggers the alarm during a time period that you have set but only when your sleep is in its lightest. This means you are not terrified awake in the morning. So I do actually have the paid version of this so I'm not sure if everything I use will be available for the free version of the app. But every night I set my alarm to wake me up within uh, a half hour period, and then I use the sleep note functionality to add notes about my day, such as drank coffee in the a.m., napped, saw someone in person, had work, had therapy, had uh, chamomile tea. Once it's set up, I put my phone on charge on the bedside and attempt to go to sleep. When my alarm goes off and I turn off the alarm rather than snoozing it, uh, I can choose out of three different options to explain how I feel like I've slept or or my, my mood when I first wake up, and that will be bad, okay, or great. It then takes all of the data from my sleep cycle that night and the sleep notes and it creates sleep quality data trends. I can then check my own sleep notes and I can see that generally, if I've napped that day, my sleep that night, the quality goes down by 29%. If I've had therapy that day, my sleep quality goes up by 7%. And if I've not had any socialisation that day, if I've not spoken to anyone at all, my sleep quality goes down by 2%. So I can use this along with any other mood tracking apps that I have to see how like everyday things affect my sleeping patterns and really it's invaluable for monitoring my own mental health and seeing how that affects my physical health as well. There's a ton more functionality that I use but it's definitely the sleep notes and the alarm functionality
0: that I get the most use out of. Nice, it sounds like a really useful thing to like keeping track of what's back and what's not. (laughs) Not sponsored, not gifted, but if you'd like to sponsor us we would not say no. Don't forget
2: to like and subscribe to the podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram at goths do a thing, on Twitter at gothsdo, and YouTube's goths do a thing.
0: Well, that was our first ever podcast. Um, thank you to the goths that joined us. I hope everyone
1: enjoyed our chats as much as we did.
0: And yeah, make sure to join us next time uh, when we talk about what is your self-care routine and what does and doesn't work for you.
1: We look forward to you listening to us again soon. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate below.
0: Thanks very much.